Sing out loud name. Hooked on songs with roots and tongue and palm. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another fantastic episode of Hooked on Sonics. I'm one of your two hosts, Bruce, and over there is the lovely and talented and Celtics fan tried and true, Tone Capone. We have a fantastic show for you guys this week. Uh, We're going to be uh, reviewing Fear Factory's Genexus album uh, from 2015 and... Some up-and-comers. Um, Tony, how do you... We were schooled by the youngins. How do you say that band's name? So when we got off the air last week, you had mentioned the name of the band was Mainskin, and I can mm-hmm. honestly see why that would be. Uh, but it's actually, I believe, pronounced Monskin. Monskin. Monskin, or something like that. Okay. Um, but we are if, reviewing Monskin's Rush. Are you coming? Which... Keep in mind, let's not confuse that with just the actual Rush album. This is an extended version of the Rush album. Well, I think four or five bonus tracks. Well, four or five added tracks. So I'll look forward to going over that with you. Absolutely. Uh, We also got some music news and some um, just libations, of course. And um, before we get into that, Tony, how are you? Good evening, as always. <laughs> um, I'm good, man. I'm actually good. Uh, it's been a bit, a bit of a rough way to go, you know, yeah. trying to get everything going that we, we've we had going on, but we're doing all right. We'll keep on, you know, like I, I just become my motto for the end of 2023, man, just keep on trucking. Just keep on. You got to keep on trucking through this stuff, man. I mean, no matter how ugly things get, you just keep on trucking, keep your head up, keep on moving, man. Yeah. So, yeah, other than that, um. I had a buddy of mine send me some really nice bourbons, uh, handshakes of three different style or three different versions of a bourbon that I've never gotten a taste. I've been hunting for four years. Um, and he's a good buddy of mine. Uh, my buddy, Bill, um, I call him Mr. Moot. He's, uh, he's, uh, wife is Miss Moot. It's a inside joke between my wife and them and us. And uh, they are big fans of my barbecue and we get together every once in a while and share bourbon. So uh, he's a, he's a really good dude, man. Who? What have you been listening to? What have I been listening to? Yes, sir. I was listening to some sleep today. Uh, I was listening to some Boris. Uh, I was listening to, um, <clears throat> who was i listening to for that awesome conan um been uh been really doom realm definitely checked out that album you gave me checked out some more of that uh dolly parton album which we're going to get into what we're going to do about that later mm-hmm. um so yeah man i've just been a, a little bit all over the place i uh, was out in the garage showing mom the radio out in the garage we was listening to some toby keith and some shit like that so Very that's pretty cool. much what that's pretty much what's been on the air for me so yeah so what I'm going to use my space for some of the uh, some of the tracks that we've shared with each other for some new releases. Mm. Uh, we'll we'll start we'll start with the uh, elephant in the room. Uh, Guns and Roses just came out with a new single uh, a few days ago called "The General." 
anticipation for this high anticipation uh for this song uh tony go ahead and start with your analysis of of the general you sent me something i think it was a link on spotify Mm -hmm. i do not have spotify so it only let me listen to a portion of it let's just say from what i heard i did not seek out to listen to the rest I am, I, I, all I can tell you is I don't know if this is what they intended. I don't know personally if it was why it just seems off it. The whole thing seems off and I don't know if that was by design, but if it was, it's a no-go for me, man. Yeah. Now, when when he says off, literally nothing is synced up. Nothing makes sense. The the Everything on this song sucks. I don't, like, to me, it feels like it was an accidental release. Like a leaked, like a leaked version of just a mix of everybody's take but not synced up or something like it like it, it yeah. seems really weird man like it's- and and here's the thing here's the thing we have to remember that axel has vision everybody's got to remember axel has vision so this could be by design from axel okay let's 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 call it what it is mm-hmm. we know that he's one of those guys that has vision and if you're not happy with it please understand he probably don't care guaranteed he doesn't care (laughs) he's he's making money hand over fist and i don't think dude this feels like uh, like somebody went into the studio found all the takes you know didn't know that they weren't synced up hurry up and hit the fucking record button snatched it and ran and said here radios play this this is the new guns and roses that's what it sounds like yeah yeah and that's and that's and that's the only way I can describe it. I'm not trying to insult the guys. I mean, the 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 work on it didn't sound bad, but it just didn't sound connected. Oh, I yeah, I I completely agree. I mean, it's there was no redeeming qualities to this damn thing, and that hurt because I'm a huge Gun, Guns N' Roses fan. Don't don't get me started, dude. I'm a huge Guns N' Roses fan too. I'm not a fan of their antics. And I'm not a fan of the, you know, the things that they've been through, the fighting and the fussing and all the shit that they've been in, you know, I, but I am a fan. They write great music. Yep. So we'll, we'll go on the flip side of this. And you gave me uh, Sebastian Bach, the lead, former lead singer from Skid Row. He just released a, a new single called uh, What Do I Got to Lose? Dude, I thought it was money. I thought it was money. I think he sounds good. I think it's, I think to some degree that that song has a little bit of skid row vibe to it. As a matter Mm -hmm. of fact, guitar wise, even, you know? Um, So I think whoever his backing band is, they're doing great. The video was fun. His wife is still absolutely a knockout, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, at the end of the day, it was a fun video, man, and I'm really happy for Sebastian. I hope the re- I'm looking forward to hearing the rest of the album or seeing some more singles. 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, totally love that song. Pleasantly surprised. Well, dude, it's it is. I'm pleasantly surprised considering you know I just saw some like Facebook video of him and on the Mask Singer, mm-hmm. where he was like a tiki Mask Singer, and he vocally didn't sound strong. Like he sounded really nasally live during that. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if it had something to do with that big ass costume being on him or him trying to hide his voice a little bit. Maybe, 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 maybe you mean, yeah, you're right. Maybe. But uh, yeah, I, I, I will say this man of all the stuff I've heard from anybody recently that was one of the mind blowers. Yeah. Cause it could have went either way with him, dude. That oh, dude, absolutely. That dude can be a train wreck. Mm-hmm. It sounded fantastic. So I encourage anyone who's remotely a Skid Row fan or Sebastian Bach fan, pick that thing up because it was really good. Yeah, definitely go check it out on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Give it a listen. It's worth a listen. Absolutely. And then thirdly, I actually sent you something um, early this morning, and I don't know if you actually even looked at it. But we all know I'm a huge David Lee Roth fan. And his shit is just weird, uh, especially here lately. But he came out. He released a single a couple days ago. Um, Christmas song. Ta- the Talking Christmas Blues. Yeah. I love this stupid song. <laughs> this, this is classic, Dave. This is a classic move from Dave. Once again, he's a guy with a vision. And maybe you don't understand the vision maybe you do but you know what that's david lee roth for you i i gotta tell you yeah i i I, I, i've got to give it another listen i've got to give it another listen i haven't decided on it yet Mm -hmm. but you know i've i've never had any real beef with dave other than you know trying to make the van halen stuff sound like lounge music but yeah yeah um he also come out with last thing from dave the shit that killed elvis fucking good song i'm gonna have to check it out yeah okay so that's what i've been listening to nice (laughs) nice yeah sounds like a good week for both of us in music and for the most part man was jamming on some good stuff yeah Yeah, it's definitely you know um one thing i would like to mention you know i was like i'm probably about seven songs into that 30 song and i may listen to the 32 songs that were part of the digital release for that Dolly Parton album. Mm-hmm. Um, but that John Fogarty song that they did, yeah, a CCR song that they covered, man, I am such a huge fan of that song right now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like that, that's, that's, and I'm not a big CCR fan because my dad was, and I, I got that shit got laid on me over and over and over. Kind of yeah. like the, kind of like the Eagles, like, don't get me wrong. I respect them as a bands and I'm just, I, it, it was wore out to me, dude, you know? So, yeah, that one. Um, I would almost like to see her go back into the studio and re-record. Have you ever seen the rain with him? Oh, dude, I think they. Oh. Mur- I think they'd murder it, dude. I think. I think they'd absolutely freaking murder it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, the, um, I forget the name of the song off the top of my head. Um, I don't have the album like right next to me, but uh, that's a fantastic, fantastic. Definitely in my top three or five uh, favorite songs on that Rockstar album. 
Yeah. And speaking of that Rockstar album, let's go ahead mm-hmm. and put the, let's go ahead and call that out there. Sure. 50th anniversary or 50th episode is coming up guys. And I think that, you know, this is a good chance for us to go over me and Bruce, give you our review of this 30 song, 32 digital song release of uh, Dolly Parton's Rockstar. Uh, this is a quintessential album for this time and era. And she is a legend. And I I would imagine from what I've heard from this album, this album is doing very well. I know a few people that have picked it up myself. So uh, I'm going to pick it up for Katie at some point in time. And that way my mom will have it too. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's solid, man. It's, it's what I've heard so far on it is pretty solid. I just, like I said, there's parts that I listen to, man. And I worry about her and her age and her vocals, you know, it's like, she's up there, dude. She can, she's a frail little thing, man. You know, she's just a tiny little thing, mm-hmm. you know? but, uh, she, uh, she's got a powerhouse of a voice, man. There's no doubt about that, dude. Yep. how many how many album releases did she have you would know you would know this better than i would there's got to be tons i believe it is over 50 oh jesus lord 50 fucking albums over in a, in a and, lifetime yep and this is her highest charting album this is her highest charting album really yep not her biggest selling but her highest charting I'm looking forward to hearing the track that she worked on with uh, Rob Halford because I read an interview one time that Rob Halford was like pumped about working with her. Like, yeah, pumped, dude. And I was like, what a what an odd couple. You know what I mean? (laughs) So, yeah, that's uh, that's where I'm at with it. And I'm looking forward to listening to the rest of it. I hadn't I had my doubts. I'm still not a fan of the Journey song, dude. I really like there's the one thing I'm finding out, especially like with that and the police song, like no disrespect to sting, no disrespect, disrespect to, uh, you know, Steve Perry, but she could have carried them songs on her own the way she was singing them and the way that everything was going. She could have, she could have carried them on her own. It's yep. nice that it's nice. They appeared on the track and it, and I wonder if she did that out of respect for them and the music, you know, I don't see her not doing it because right. of that you know what i'm saying but i think it's really cool that she did i just think on a personal level once again no disrespect to those those two she really could have carried the track on her own and i would be surprised to say i would be surprised to you know if i was stuck in like an interview situation with steve perry or or staying and go what do you guys think you guys think she could have carried and they, i'm pretty sure they would have been like oh no doubt mm-hmm. you know so yeah completely agree Cool, cool. So what's happening, Captain? I thought I'm looking forward. 50th, 50th show, man. We've done 50. Yep. We'll, we'll have done 50 episodes, man. We're halfway yeah. to 100. Yeah. We're, uh, what, is this 46, 47? This is 46, I believe. Okay. And what is it? Um, Man, 40, uh, 46 episodes right now for all two of our listeners. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Four. All four of our listeners. Woot woot. Woot woot. <laughs> all, right. Uh, all right, man. Well, with that being said, what you drinking this evening? Well, I got a little something special, special today. Um, I picked up red rum. What is that? Yeah. So this is a premium Caribbean rum infused with natural mango, pineapple, coconut, and cherry flavors. 
Um, and you can drink this shit straight. You can you can drink this with all kinds of stuff. What's the proof the, on it? Uh, only 70 proof. But it's delicious, and it is actually red. That's not just a bottle. Um, definitely a good hint of cherry in this. So I originally mixed it up with some Coke, but it's almost over. My Coke's almost out, so I'm just going to drink straight red, red rum. So fantastic. Gonna, I love rum, so I'm going to have to check that out. I'm not a big fan of flavored rums, but I have no, no, no major beef with them. I, I usually check them out. Yeah. You know, I drink Malibu every once in a blue moon. Yep, it's red. That's for sure. <laughs> All right. What are you drinking? Well, tonight, sir, I'm actually having a shot of bourbon with you guys. One that I'm going to kind of sip on. Uh, this is one of my favorite bourbons, but I don't have the bottle up here because I don't like to bring the bottle upstairs off the rack and try to carry it downstairs and too much can go wrong and when you have a nice bottle you don't want to drop it anywhere you know what i mean mm -hmm. so tonight in this fine glass right here where i just stuck it in the fridge to chill the glass a little bit is rebel cask strength this rings in at 120 proof nice and um it's sister bottle well, it's kind of like the Distillers Collection, uh, Rebel Distillers Collection, and Ezra Brooks Distillers Collection. One of them, the Ezra Brooks, is really, really smoky, and the um, Rebel is more. You know, I feel like I think I want to say it's more weeded, mm -hmm. and I like a lot of weeded bourbons. This is hands down one of one of my probably top five. It's just it's just a good pour, and I really don't drink anything other from from that area that distiller other than the rebel 100 every once in a while but i get that in the little in the little bottles mm -hmm. so i can truck around with them yep mm. what are you giving that a uh, red rum i'm gonna give it a good i'm gonna give, give it a good four and a half now get 4.2 4.2. Rebel cask strength. This burns a little more than I usually like it. But I love it. 4.50. There you go. I'll there it that. is. There it is, sir. Salute. <clears throat> All right. Well, now that you've wet, wetted your whistle, are you ready to throw down a little bit of news stories? Do you got anything on your side? Sir, I did not get time because I was finishing up that album right as okay. we were getting ready to do the episode. All right. I could, I could pull up Blabbermouth real quick and take a look for us. Let's take a look and see if I see anything coming up from our friends over there at the, the Blabbermouth site. Okay. Anything that might stick out real quick. Well, that's weird. First thing that comes up says Ozzy isn't comfortable with metal tag. I have no idea what the hell that means. You founded it. Uh, 
So apparently Ace Frehley did an entire three song set at Eddie Trunk's 40th anniversary. Yeah. That 40th anniversary bash that went on last night was a lot of really cool um, people played, played for Eddie. Um, Geezer Butler was there playing some Sabbath hits. Uh, Billy Sheehan was there. Ace was there. Sammy Hagar and um, Michael Anthony were there playing some Van Halen tunes. Um, a lot of other people. Uh, I think Lita Ford was there. So good stuff. Okay. Good stuff. Okay. So, I mean, uh, just real quick, uh, looks like, you know, not much. ZZ Top announces a 2024 European tour. Who's filling in on, uh, what is it, bass or guitar on that? Bass. Yeah, who's uh, filling in on bass? I have no clue. i got to look into that. Yeah. Uh, new Journey band biography, Worlds Apart, now available. Um, Don't care. Yeah. Like there's it, Black Bale Brides announced an April, May 2024 U.S. tour. Social Distortion announced a tour with Bad, yeah. Relig- with Bad Religion. That looks good. Um, Some 41 announced the details of final double album. Interesting. Five Finger Death Punch announced a summer tour in Europe. Uh, uh, a lot of talk and stuff going on around this Carrie King project that's supposed to be coming. I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, it's going to sound something like you know, got some Slayer roots in it. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, other than that, man, I'm just that's where I'm at on the news. What do you got nope. for us? All right, we are recording on. December 12th and celebrating a birthday today the one the only Dickie Betts from the Allman Brothers Band uh, he's born today in 1943 old Blue Eyes himself celebrating a birthday today he was born 1915 uh, a session player Reggie Young uh, he played with Waylon Jennings for a long time, Elvis, Johnny Cash, Merle Haggard. He's he, this man is a a brilliant musician. Uh, he was born in 1936 in Sheila E. Good old Sheila E. She was born in 1957. So happy birthday to all them. Uh, Charlie Pride died today. Uh, since you're not a huge country guy, Charlie Pride, he was the first uh, major black artist in country music. Um, he had a ton of hit singles, but uh, probably the most famous one he had was uh, Kiss an Angel Good Morning. Uh, Ike Turner died today as well, so darn. Great band leader, terrible human being. And see, two interesting releases the clashes sandinista uh, was released today in 1980 and prince's hit and run was released today in 2015 interesting would that be would that would that have been prince's last album in 15 probably pretty close anyway i would have to say what year did he die i don't know Hey Siri. <laughs> Was it? Now I'm going to do it. Hey Siri, yeah. 
what year did Prince die? Prince died April 21st, 2016 at age 57 in Chan There you go. So that's that probably like, his last album. That sounds like that had to be his last album. <laughs> wow. Wow. <clears throat> the, the more you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. You ready for some album reviews? I am. Who's up? Uh, you know what? Since I had less songs and you're way more long-winded than I am on just a normal day, I'll go ahead and go first. I think it's a good idea. I think it is, too. All right, guys. I had Fear Factory's Genexus album. Uh, this bad boy was released in August, August 7th, 2015. Um this is a this is a brutal album. When I say brutal, this thing is fucking savage. This is an in-your-face industrial metal. Just when you think of that genre, this is it. Um one of the first things that popped out to me was fuck these drums are great. <laughs> and you know it's messed up, dude. Hmm. I think a lot of drum a lot of the drums on there were programmed. You know, I was gonna say some of those some of those patterns, they had to have been electric. They had to have been programmed or something. But man, it was fun. Dude, I'll tell you what, mm -hmm. Fear Factory has never lacked on the drumming department. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. There were three singles off this. Um, Soul Soul Hacker, uh, Proto Mech, and Dielectric. Um, Soul Hacker is probably my favorite song on this album. It is <clears throat> so good. You'll so never good. take my soul. My soul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, true confession time. Uh, I had a hell of a time getting through this album at first. It today was the no. Yesterday was the first time I was actually able to sit through the entire thing. Yeah. I it wasn't in my headspace at all. Yeah. I you know, I would get through like the first song. Half of the second song, like, ugh, I can't. I just can't deal with this. So this is definitely, you have to be, if this isn't your go-to genre, you got to be in the mood for it. But if you are in the mood for it, you won't be disappointed. Um, phenomenal guitar playing. The vocals, they're good. They're not my favorite style of vocals, but there's enough normal normal singing in there and it's not you can actually still make sense of what he's saying yeah um and a lot of it uh, let's see what else was some standouts for me give me a second here see genexus was real the title track was a really good song um and anodized. I'm, I'm anodized. Yeah. 
really love that song and um church of execution regenerate i forgot yeah generate regenerates phenomenal yeah Ph- phenomenal song do you know can you guess what my favorite track is on that album i am going to say battle for utopia nope really okay nope. expiration date hmm Somewhere my heart beats in silence. I make my way through the violence. <laughs> We're not yeah. machines. We're not made to last forever. See, yeah. I didn't remember the lyrics. Dude, that's that's that song is heavy dude yeah heavy as far as it weighs on the soul when you sit there and listen to that lyrically it's like damn that's heavy yeah so that's 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 why that's there's a lot of great standout tracks on the album but that's Mm. that track is like like when it got to that and closed off the album with that i was just like literally in tears like jesus this Mm. is phenomenal yeah yeah i you know again it I had to be in the right frame of mind to really appreciate the, the fully this album. Um, it, it's a visceral and it's just, it's nasty. It's a nasty album. Uh, it's very clean though. It's a very clean sounding album. Very yeah. crisp. Um, so, you know, and, and, and fear factory production hasn't always been that. Okay. Early albums have been a little more muddier. Okay. Yeah. But they've never lacked in the guitar, drums, and killer singing department. So they, they've always been phenomenal. The new singer, that like, actually, that's like the second to the last album that their singer was on. I think the original singer, C. Burton Bell. Uh, him and the, the one of the guitar players is have, have had some back and forth, but now that guitar player runs the band. I believe it's Dino Cazares. And uh, their new singer, man, I think is some young kid out of. Uh, Italy or something like that, Italy, Italy or Greece or something like that. And man, everybody's saying he's great. He sounds huh. like a, like a young Burton man. Is like, get out of here, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I again, I couldn't find anything really wrong with it, other than I had for me personally, I had to be in the mood for it. Yeah, I can understand um, that. This is probably not something I'm going. I'm not going to go explore more Fear Factory stuff. You know, I appreciated listening to this, but it's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm, you know, but if this album came back on, sure, I'd listen to it again, but I'm not going to reach out to any more Fear Factory stuff. Now, if you give me more, sure, okay, but I'm not actively looking for it. You know what you should do in those situations? Mm. If you found yourself in a situation that you somewhat enjoy the album like you did, Whenever you're going back to the situation of saying, you know, maybe I'll listen to that again, call me. Yeah. Let me give you another good album by him. Because there's there's about three or four that are really are monster stand. Like I I'm a I'm a Fear Factory fan. Mm-hmm. Um they're not my main genre of music. They're mm-hmm. not, but I am a fan. And and that's and that's why I'm taking you on this journey, dude. That's what's important to me is that you yeah. see this journey. Like there's there's all this other great stuff out there, you know. Like think about when this started. When you and I started this show, I gave mm-hmm. you dog fashion disco. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, so, and, and it's like, you weren't familiar with those dudes. You weren't no. either hiding your hair familiar with those dudes, but you're getting the opportunity to explore other realms of music and understand, whoa, wow, there really is some cool people doing some really cool shit out there in, in different realms of music. Yeah. Yep. Because I'm not going to say that you're not musically versed. You are musically versed. You're just mm-hmm. musically versed in other areas more yep. so than I am. And yep. I'm musically versed in other areas more so than you are. <clears throat> no, I agree. And you know what's a shame, dude, is no matter how old we get, we'll never get to listen to it all. I'm working on it. <laughs> we're, we're, we're working on it. <laughs> Our goal is <laughs> to bring you every album we can. Mm-hmm. Until we well, can't. yeah, well, <clears throat> I'm, I'm again. I mean that I we stumble on stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, that that Manu skin, whatever, whatever they're called, I just stumbled onto them, and yeah. I'm like, I'd, I'd never in a million years would I just walk into that and say, oh yeah, I'm check this out. It just stumbled in. Yeah, and it, so no, I get it. I absolutely get it. Uh, so let's hear let's hear your overall yeah. review of the album and what you what what are your what are your top top tracks? Top tracks is gonna be Soul Hacker number one, Dielectric number two, and hmm, number three. I'm gonna say Dielectric. You already said dielectric. You said yeah. I, I think you mentioned that you liked anodized as well. Yeah, I did. Yep. I'm a little a little bummed out you didn't dig that last one, man. That last one's a great closer. I I don't remember if I liked it or not. I I just don't remember it off the top of my head. So, um, I'm gonna. This might be an unfair rating, but I'm gonna give it a solid seven. I didn't dislike this album at all. It's just not something I'm going to go back to a whole lot. Um, and I just got to be in the mood for it. Okay. But it's I, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Okay. That's your, that's, that's your overall take, huh? Yep. So, okay. Seven so, and a half. So, seven, seven and a half. Yep. Wow, man. I think you give it a little more love than that. Uh, I it, Again, it, because I have to ding it only because it took me almost a full week to get through it. But when I got through it, I appreciated the album. But yeah. man, it just... It, it was not in my headspace this week. Yeah, I, I think it's an issue of not being in your wheelhouse. And you're probably right. I think it's an issue of not being in your wheelhouse because I'm, like I said, I'm I'm showing you a genre that we've never never spoken of on the show. Mm-hmm. So, part of me wants to kind of divert that, considering an album that I'm dying for you to hear, and I'll get into reason why I'm gonna I'm gonna put that in your face mm-hmm. here shortly because I, I may divert your trip or may end your trip with this album. So okay. um, uh, with that being said, 7.5. Yep. 7.5. What would you give it? It's one of my favorite Fear Factory, Fear Factory albums. I've given it a solid, solid nine. 
Okay. Somewhere between eight point seven five and a nine. Okay. Uh, there, there are some skip. There are definitely some skippable tracks on there, but um, I find that with with some of the Fear Factory stuff. But I wouldn't say I skip as many tracks on this album as there are other albums that I skip by them. So, as yeah, yeah, I'd give it a nine, dude. I'd give it a nine. I, I really, really like this album, and, and one of the reasons why I give it the major ding is because I can tell electronic drums, dude. Mm. You know, so and anybody worth their weight in salt can too. So, uh, seven point five. All right, homie. Well, I had, I believe it's pronounced Manaskin, uh, Rush. Are you coming? And this is an extended version of the album Rush. Uh, Rush is uh, has a capital uh, or an exclamation point at the end, so it's like Rush. Um, with that being said, I don't know if that is a a hint to the album to get done uh, because apparently, from what I read on these guys, I think they really fared well on an Italian version of something like The Voice or you know, American idol type deal. Yep. I think. And um, I can see why I can see why these guys are definitely talented. Um, I'm going to say this to start off the album, start off the review. The players are all there. Um, when I say that, I mean that everybody's tight. Everybody's really good at what they do. Um, this is, this is, um, this is a very cool group you know they got a lot of groove they got a really cool thing going on uh for anybody that's not familiar with this this is a hard rock poppier sound and um not really my go-to in music as well but i would definitely say that you know if you are into you know more of a hard rock friendly radio rock style thing i don't know if these guys are on the radio but they probably should be uh, this is very, you know, to some degree, this is very radio friendly. There's an F word that flies on a couple tracks or a few tracks on here. But other than that, this is actually a pretty cool, um, I, I, I would say it's a pretty fairly radio friendly album. Mm -hmm. uh, had a few uh, singles off of it. I can't remember exactly what those were. But, you know, let's go through the, the track listing. There's 22, and I apologize. This is going to take a minute. Honey, are you coming? I gave that an A uh, first time listening to it, and I've only listened to it once. Valentine track two, I gave an A. Off my face had a disco feel, mm -hmm. and I gave it an A. Um, the driver, I gave it an A. Uh, Trust the Veer, I gave it an A. And then right here in this part of the album, things really kind of really ramp up, and I understand why, because this stuff would have probably been a little bit more radio friendly. Own my mind. I want to say something about this track on the original version of this album. This was the opener. I still think this should have been the opener. This is an amazing opening track. I actually like this better than the honey. Are you coming? Yeah. For as an opener, as an opener. Yeah. Okay. So um, I, I really like that on my mind track. It was a standout track. I gave it an A plus gossip. This is the one that features Tom Morello on it. Really fun track. Cool video. Mm. Uh, really, really liked that track. I gave it an A plus uh, time zone. Uh, there's a great breakdown in that song yeah. uh, that I really, really enjoy. And I gave it an A. And at this point, the album starts doing some really crazy off and on. Some of these tracks are hit. Some of these tracks are a bit of a miss. Blah, blah, blah. This was probably my most. <laughs> I did not like this track. This was not my favorite track. I don't want nothing to do with this track. I gave it a C. Um, I just, I, it was. Uh, and I think <laughs> I, I think by the time I got to this point in the album, mm. I was feeling a lot of repetition. Mm. 
I was feeling like there was a lot of repetition in the album. And I think that's, you know, that that's why I did it. We get to babysit. I like the song, but it's a B, you know, it's not really the great song. Mm-hmm. Um, in my opinion, uh, gasoline. I'd really like the riff on that. I think it was, it was really, really cool. Um, 12 feel. I kind of dig this song, but I kind of really didn't dig this song. Um, and I gave it a B. But the reason why I dug it was because, well, the reason why I, I digged it and I didn't dig it is it had a Seven Nation Army feel. It really okay. had kind of a Seven Nation Army feel. And I'm like, eh, I get the kind of anthem rock thing, man, but that it, it didn't really go over well for me. Uh, Don't Want to Sleep, I gave that a C. Uh, cool Kids, uh, Cool Kids, this was punky. This is another standout track. I gave this one an A+. I really did like that Cool Kids track. Uh, if not for you, I gave it a B. I mean, once again, I'm getting to the point of the album that's just wearing on me for some reason. And, and I think 22 tracks is a lot to take in. It just really is. Um, read Your Diary. I gave it an A, and I really like the drums on that. I think it was. Um, Mark Chapman, it was cool. Track 17 there. Uh, I gave it an A. La, fin, La Fine, or Fine, I forget how it's pronounced. I gave it an A. Uh, so I think we get into an area where a few of these tracks are in Italian and, uh, I think La Fine, El Dono Della Vita, maybe Mamma Mia, um, pretty cool idea. Uh, gave two of those an A, Mamma Mia got a B. I really didn't care for the track. I mean, it was okay, but you know, I didn't see any really, anything really wrong with it. It probably one that I'd listen to every once in a while, maybe skip, uh, supermodel this standout track absolutely standout track i understand why this was a single and released uh this was this is a high up track for me supermodel uh and the loneliness or loneliest i give that an a plus man i think that was a great closer it mm. could have been it could have been earlier in the album but where it's placed on the album it really felt like a stamp yeah kind of like kind of like in comparison to the album that i gave you expiration date really felt like a stamp on the album you know what I mean? Like, this is it. This is the end. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I, I really like, I really dig that. So, um, uh, you know, with 22 tracks being on here and I rated. Six, six of those tracks somewhere below an A. I can't really say that this is a horrible album. I can't really say this is a great album. I want to say that it's a good album and I'm having a hard time somewhere between 6.75 and seven, just because I know I'm not going to seek this album out again, but if it comes on, I'm going to go, Oh, I recognize those dudes, you know, and I'd probably let it spin depending on what the album, what, what the track is. Mm. Other than that, um, I really like the fact that they're from Italy. I love foreign music. And I think that what they're doing uh, for the poppy hard rock side of things uh, coming out of Italy like that, I think that's really fun, man. I would really find it cool to walk into someplace like Piata. I don't know if you're familiar with those here in Columbus, but they're like a little, they're like Italian Chipotle's and uh, the concept of that dining there is like Italian street food, but it's, um, I could almost see these guys being played in places like Piata. It makes sense for a younger crowd and stuff and whatnot. A couple other things I want to mention about this album that I wrote off to the side was 
uh, it had an AFI feel. If you're not familiar with the band AFI, some of the direction that AFI has taken in these previous years, this kind of feel, this kind of feels like that. Um, there's powerful vocals on here. This guy has a lot of range and different styles that he can really pull off. Some parts of the album had a bit of a disco feel. Mm -hmm. um, the drums were great. Killer guitar and bass. I mean, like I said, once again, all the players are there. So I do think that this is a great band. If this is what their second release. This is their first um, American release. Um, <clears throat> I think they had three others in Italy. I before think. This. I think that they they could really catch on here in America, but I don't know how, when, or with, you know, I would definitely say definitely definitely a younger crowd, right? Yes. So well, your 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 daughter knew of them. Um, my she oldest was, daughter. She, she was familiar with them, and she mm -hmm. said that that she had mentioned that the loneliest song is actually a pretty good song, and I was actually looking forward to listen to it. And then I see it's the last song on the album. I'm going. I'm two thirds through the album. I'm going, Jesus! I just want to get to this point. Like, so I mean, with with how the dra how the album felt that it dragged on, I'm gonna have to give this album. I can't. I can't personally give it a seven, man. Really? I I, I just I just can't, man. There's hmm. two. There's like I'm almost positive that if I went back and listened to this album over, some of those beginning tracks that I gave A's would probably end up with B's. No, I don't believe that. I don't believe I don't believe it. Yeah. They're fun. I'm not saying that it's not they're fun. fun and they're catchy. Listen, I'm not saying it's fun. I'm not saying it's not catchy. I'm not saying anything negative about the album. I really don't have anything super negative to say about it, other than there were points that it dragged on. It's not my main genre of music, and it's not something that I find myself that going, you know what? I need to know more about these guys. Yeah. You know. We, we, if you want to talk foreign metal bands or foreign, you know, rock bands of, of that, you know, in general, you know, the who would be one of those bands I'd continue to check out because I love the first album that I heard. The one that had Wolf Totem on it, you know, mm. uh, Church of Misery, they're out of Japan. I barely, I barely understand some of the stuff that they're singing and they're even singing in English and, you know, I, but I absolutely love it. You know, it's, it's not a problem with foreign music in general, but this just isn't my go-to genre, man. So I'm going to have to give it a 6.75. Okay. I, I, listen, I'm not saying I, it's not I bad. get why. I get why. You know, it's just, just, just for me personally. And, and like I said, I, maybe I'm not a professional reviewer, man. But when you got 22 songs on an album, it's a lot to take in. It's a, that's, a, that's a long listen, dude. That's a long listen. Now, do I think that it'd be a fun listen driving down the road, listening to if you're on a long journey, you know, you're taking her, like, say I'm coming down to see you in Tennessee and I want to show it to Katie. That'd be, mm -hmm. that'd be cool. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But dude, it's just not, it's just not something I'm going to find myself ever going back to. Well, you need to drive more. That's, that's all there is to it. No, no. What do you give the album? I'm going to give it. So I can't, obviously I'm not going to give it a, a 10. Um, Man, it's a really fun album, though. I'm not saying it's not. It I, is. It is definitely a fun album. And if this is your thing, jump all over it because this is good. <clears throat> well, and to me, so the the first the first five tracks, um, "Honey, Are You Coming?", "Valentine," "Off My Face," "The Driver," and uh, uh, "Trastevere," "Trastevere." Sorry, Tra Traverse Day. 
Yeah, that too. <clears throat> um, those were all the reissue bonus tracks that they put at the beginning of the album. Um, every one of those songs were absolutely really fun. I loved every one of those out or one of those songs. Um, Gasoline is fantastic. Uh, if not for you, beautiful song, beautiful song. Um, nice ballad there. The loneliest, and of course the uh, the song they did with Tom Morello, um, gossip, gossip. What a great! That was a great lyrically. That's a great song. Let alone Tom Morello's. The video, um, the video is awesome. I've the never video, seen the video. The video is, you you should, you, when you get a chance, <laughs> go watch the video. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it, yeah, and I know you you did not like blah blah blah. Blah 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 was just ridiculous, and I liked it. Nah. It was just goofy. It's corny. Um, having said all that, I was pleasantly surprised when I actually started listening to this album, and I was just—I mean, I just enjoyed pretty much every song on this album. Um, to your point about driving, I drive a lot, so you know it's easy for me to get sucked into these things that are like an hour long. It doesn't bug me a bit. Yeah, because I'm just listen, trying. But you won't listen to Sleep's Dope Smoker. Because it's slow. Slow. Can't do I can't do a, two hours of slow. I get it. So anyway, I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a solid eight. Um I'm not gonna listen to their other their previous stuff. Uh I, I don't care that much. Um, but I will listen to this album again. And, you know, when they put out new stuff, I'll check, I'll check it out. And, you know, if I like, if I like the next thing that they put out, I'll listen to a little bit more, but, um, I'm really looking at this album. Like it's a little time capsule, you know, like, yeah, I like this particular album. So solid eight for me. Okay. I could see that. I could see that. I just, I, like I said, man, it just got to a point two thirds through it was wearing on me. And I'm like, I can't, I, I just, I like, it was not, it was, it was becoming no longer fun to, to listen to the album. It was, it was too cheerful for you. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. All right. With that being said, man, uh, sounds like, uh, we've got these things wrapped up and we're going to yeah. move on to the next episode of what we will be reviewing next time around. Yes, sir. Um, since you went first on that. Let's go ahead and have you go first on what you're going to give me. Well, I had a hell of a time figuring out what I was going to give you. And I remember from our first episode where I gave you a a really long album. Uh, you You chastised me for it. So I'm going to try not to do that again. So I'm going, uh, I was originally going to give you this guy's uh, expanded edition live album, but it just, it, it was too long. Even though it was really good, it was just too long. Uh, so Dude, do me a favor. Hmm. After this last album, give me a break. What? I'm being honest with you. Give me, I don't, I don't need another long album right now. No, I, I'm told, I told you I wasn't giving it to you because it was long. Okay. You didn't listen. No, you didn't listen. Fucker. All right. So you are getting 
another really solid live album from this gentleman. Um, and I'm going to just tell you, it's under an hour long. Okay. Uh, Waylon Jennings, live from Austin, Texas, 1989. Is that available on the tube? It is. In fact, it was recorded for Austin City Limits, so you can actually watch the performance. And I would Waylon actually... Jennings, live from Austin... 1989. 1989. Yep. All right. Okay. All right. Looks like a winner to me. Yep. All right. So, with that being said, I'm going to ask you an honest question. Sir. Do you <laughs> want to put a nail in the coffin on your industrial... Because we could always come back and visit more of this. Um, I'm sure I've got more to give you. Um, or would you rather I give you another album that is a little different? Give me whatever you're giving me. What I wanted to give you, you know, there's obviously been a bit of a twist in that. I wanted to give you the Danzig 5 album, Black Acid Evil. Okay. Or Black Acid Devil. Is that what you're giving me? But. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Danzig, Black Acid Devil. Danzig 5. Black Acid Devil. Let me make sure it's on the tube or you got it yeah. on. Got uh, it. Spotify. Okay. Yep. saved so this was it's a cool cover probably the strongest let me see the cover yeah hold on get back to it that might have been an updated cover because the original cover had a a picture of him and what looked like um uh like a almost like heat heat vision type deal hmm. if I remember correctly I'm almost yeah. positive the but only I, thing that kind of re- looks like that is that Luciferi no 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 That's right. not, I Luciferi was seven That's, that was probably one of my last favorite albums there you go Cool, cool. Yes, sir. I think you, uh, I, 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 that's very, there was, Glenn through, went through this phase from four to six predominantly where he really kind of put in some electronic sounds into his music and five was the biggest point of that. That's kind of why I wanted to bring you into this journey. I know that you're familiar with Danzig, but a lot of people didn't really care for this album that I know of. Okay. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I thought it was different, obviously, but mm-hmm. I thought it was cool to see how he can showcase, like people really don't understand how he really understands, he, he really understands music. You know, look at the Black Araya albums. He can write operas. He can write orchestra pieces. You know, the guy is really good. Like, like, please understand, 
he's not just the little man that you guys think he is. And, you know, I'm telling you the guy, the, the, he, this is why he is probably my favorite musician. Yeah. You know, you know, Yep. so with that being said, I hope you enjoy this album. It's this will put the stamp on, on your thing. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm going to write down your album from next week because I really, really wanted to give you this album. And the reason why I was wanting to give you this album, I'm, I'm going to give you a bit of a clue. You're not going to know what album is it is because you could never guess this in a million years. I called you and said that there was something on TV I was, night before last, I want to say it was, mm -hmm. the uh, 50 years of hip-hop deal. Yep. Uh, and this thing was phenomenal, what I got to see of it. But it reminded me of like some of the greatest guys in hip-hop. And, and it's like some of them couldn't be there. And this guy, this is your only other clue. This guy passed away a few years ago, you know, a handful of years ago, not too, not, I don't want to say too long ago, but he passed away and it was a big shock to, um, a lot of people because, you know, he was just this underground massive character, man. Like, um, and I got turned on to him um through just I'll, I'll put it to you like a commercial i'll leave it at that and that okay. would be your that would be your final hint but you would need to know where the commercial is coming from to understand the hint um with that being said yeah that's uh i'm looking forward to giving you that album because i know that you do you do dig some hip-hop and i think that you would have a lot of fun with this album cool one thing I'll I'll mention on the album that I gave you, if at all possible, if you can actually watch that, <clears throat> because I really want you to pick out Waylon's mannerisms, and I want you to understand his guitar work. And I can't I can't describe his guitar tone without it sounding stupid over the air. But if you see when he's playing the guitar, you'll know it's a very distinct sound, his guitar work. Okay. And, and as you're listening to the thing, he's not always lead guitaring. His little flourishes that he puts in and his sense of humor and his just his his delivery. I, I, you know, I'm really interested to hear your opinion on all that. So, okay. Cool. Sounds good, man. Um, other than that, I mean, if <clears throat> folks like what you see here, please remember to like, comment, and hit that bell down there to subscribe. Uh, with that being said, Bruce, you got anything else to say for the evening? I love you all. I love you all as well. With that being said, I'm Tone. That's Bruce. We are Hooked on Sonics, and we will see you guys next week. Promise. Peace.